Ladies and gentlemen, so what is the best way to teach sight words? Don't ever start. On the internet we see a cacophony of competing claims about reading. Nobody has a chance of understanding all the convoluted arguments and lies. Not parents, not children, not teachers. This is the grim picture for the last 90 years leading up to the painful situation we have with 50 million functional illiterates, all of them suffering and handicapped. In 1931, our school system rejected phonics and forced children to memorize sight words. At that point, our literacy rate began to decline and continues to do so. That's all the more remarkable as three or four years earlier, Dr. Samuel Orton, a neurologist, conducted a lengthy study comparing phonics to sight words and concluded that sight words don't work, and even worse, they will damage your child's cognitive abilities. That's typically what they're referring to with the word dyslexia. Orton said it first and best. Case closed, you would think. Sight words are stupid and criminal. Everybody at the top knew this, but the far left, the Bolsheviks, the Comintern, were flowing into the country in the 1920s. They knew reading was critical, if they could destroy that, the country would start to fall apart. They hoped to conquer the U.S. just as Lenin had conquered all of Russia. Illiteracy would do the job on the cheap. The next big event came in 1955 when Rudolf Flesch wrote a famous bestseller explaining why Johnny can't read. Namely, he was made to memorize sight words. What's the problem with that, you ask? One, too many words by far. English is a huge language. A college student probably has a vocabulary over 100,000 words, but it's a rare child who can memorize 1,000 sight words. Two, the words all look too much alike. Most children reach the fourth grade already defeated as the new words overwhelm earlier words. Many children can't memorize even 200 sight words which means they can't learn any history, geography, science, or literature. For a quick article about this topic, Google, open quote, K-12, sight words are a sick joke, close quote. But our education establishment kept pushing its sinister plot. In 1956, the education people spun off the International Reading Association the purpose was to demonize phonics and extol the wonders of sight words. Here is the bottom line. The history of reading from 1931 to now has been a continuing conspiracy to hide the fact that sight words don't work and can't possibly work. But this was the dominant method and apparently okay with the media, the great universities, the foundations, and the country's opinion leaders who were apparently all on drugs. Everybody in the ed business knew that sight words don't work. The two biggest pretenders were Professor Frank Smith and Ken Goodman, who created clever sophistries to protect the central sophistry. Smith breezily estimated that ordinary Americans could memorize anywhere from 50,000 to 100,000 sight words. That's like saying ordinary Americans can high jump 6 to 12 feet. Frank Smith said, open quote, readers do not need the alphabet, close quote. These guys sabotaged American education for 40 years, 
Then they were eclipsed by the Queen of Reading, Lucy Calkin, starting off in the middle 1990s. These three pretenders pretty much agreed that the way you read is, if you can't remember a sight word, you check context, you analyze picture clues, you guess, you skip ahead, all nonsense. Many millions of children who are in this trap ended up on tranquilizers and therapy, remediation, canceling, and all the rest. So they waste thousands of hours at school time but can't read a newspaper. All of this is tremendously expensive because bad methods create years of additional problems, all of which are expensive. All the time Lucy Calkins was selling sight words, I was writing articles saying sight words are poison. Columbia University finally divorced her. I have fun quoting Margaret Collins, who declared to the world that all of her students could read by Christmas of the first year. Ergo, if your students can't read in the first grade, you should get out of the education business. What we needed all along and still need is more people willing to take a few minutes to understand these issues. They are confusing in the same way that magic tricks are confusing until somebody tells you the secret. The secret about sight words is they were a con from the start. They are like the tooth fairy and the Easter bunny. Please don't base your school system on mythical creatures. Finally, here's more sad news. If young readers devote even a little effort to memorizing sight words, they will typically find literacy has been reduced because there will always be that moment again and again when you see a word and then you think to yourself, oh, is that a sight word I should have memorized or is that something I'm supposed to sound out? So this is schizophrenic reading and you can never have a good reading speed. You'll be slow and anxious. Don't put up with this. Thank you. Overview. Let's Fix Education explores seven of my favorite themes. First, this podcast is a meditation on what I call the K-12 crime scene. So many destructive ideas. Understanding them is the key to fixing them. Two, by doing that we will have better schools at less cost. Three, nothing much changes decade to decade. The big questions of the 1930s were the big questions of the 1960s and the 1990s. Any subject we discuss can easily intersect with any other subject. Most people instinctively want traditional education. But the education establishment fills classrooms with progressive gimmicks. The result is that we have a standoff. And that's why you run into the same ideas over and over. Four, the big brains in education keep telling students, don't bother memorizing this or that. You can look it up later. B.B. King, comma, the great guitarist, is much smarter, he said. The beautiful thing about learning is nobody can take it away from you. Five, Lennon's ghost wanders through our school system. The hard left thinks big. If they have to kill millions of people to build their perfect society, that's okay. Same goes for dumbing down millions of students. Totalitarians want power. They will do anything to get it. Six, if we are going to survive, we have to take each child to his or her limit. 
As it is, we are creating millions of sub-educated students from K right through college. Seven, analyzing education, especially dysfunctional education, is a lot more intellectually interesting than most people suppose. You'll enjoy this. Finally, P.S. My book, Saving K-12, runs parallel to everything discussed on this podcast. I also have an education site, improve-education.org, with 70 articles that complement everything discussed here. And I have hundreds of articles on the Internet. Enter a topic in Google with my full name, Bruce Dietrich Price, and let Google make suggestions. Thank you for visiting.